0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: I'm not cordial, Yeah. I'm not
2: there. not be there. I'm not be there.
0: Scott joining you. Many of you would know the significance of Cordelia, especially in relationship to Shakespeare's King Lear. And as best we can, without teasing too much, as best we can, we try to be as honest as possible. Auto Editors now. Bob Stauffer with you. Uh, hope you're having a terrific Thursday. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy at least your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies, Brendan Escott, is uh, back on the other side of the glass. we got a lot to get to on today's edition of the show. Uh, we will have a little bit of fun. George Larocque coming down the pipe out of Montreal at 12.35 today. Canadians closing in on a contract extension for Kirby Dock. Uh could be four years. People say, well, wait a sec, Stoff. He's already played three seasons. No, he hasn't. He's only accrued two. So that would not run him into free agency. So could see a four-year deal there. Tony Brar from Oilers TV, a guy that went to school with Brendan S. Scott. We'll talk a bit about his career trajectory. And Edmonton Oilers prospect Dylan Holloway, who was on the ice this morning. I was over at Rogers Place earlier today for a couple of meetings in uh, the OEG headquarters. And uh, Dylan Holloway was out there, and he is the wild card for me up front uh, this season. So uh, those are the guests that we're going to have on today's show. We're going to have a lot of different discussion points. Uh might hear a couple comments coming up from Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. On Xavier Borgo, and where he uh, uh, he ends up uh, going. And again, you can text us at any time at 780 496 0063 Uh... So we shall see what all ends up transpiring here over the next few weeks. Brennan, what's going on?
2: Good to see you here. Thanks, man good to be back we got a couple feisty guys already out on the text line oh, there. for crying out loud it's 1209 what could you I possibly even, have said i don't <laughs> I, I don't know did you just say for crying out loud
0: i said for crying out loud." yeah that's yeah. a great song by the way did you know that mm. meatloaf really not a yeah.
2: meatloaf guy
0: you're not a meatloaf no. guy i yeah. didn't dig the show to any kind of
2: thing he, well a big big voice back in the day for sure oh talented absolutely he did not, not
0: perform head. that song live for about 25 years that's how hard of a song it was for him to sing. Like, it's... Yeah, it's got... I think it's got a four-octave range in the song. Uh, anyhow, yeah. Um, uh, Bob, are we going to get more... Look at this. Al has texted the show to say, are we going to get s- uh, more of the same of your pseudo-moralistic standards on left-wing issues? What What does that mean, that I'm too left-wing or not left-wing enough? I, For the record, I was... Uh, a center or a right wing when I played, and lacks the speed, talent, agility, coordination, toughness, character, and discipline. So what is it that you take issue, with? Are you saying I'm too far to the left or too far to the right? I'd kind of like to know, because I'm pretty sure if you're saying I'm too far to the left, um, I could get some people on the left saying, no, 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 are you kidding me? So I don't know. Uh, what that has to do with hockey, well, time will tell. Brennan, what do you think uh, we're... You know, some of the players are working their way back into town again over at Rogers Place today. Leon Drysettle was on the ice. Uh, Xavier Borgo, Dylan Holloway, um, Noel Phillips. Some of the defensemen were out there. Broberg, obviously. Uh, Kesserling was on the ice as well. And um, away you go. It's, it's, it's warming up here. It's warming up. It's there, a fun time of year. Isn't it, it is, and there is a and you missed it. We we discussed a couple of things yesterday, just on some add-ins because we have received some people. I I don't know who they were texting over the last couple of days, but a lot of questions asking about Jake Vertanen. Uh I could see somebody out there giving Jake Vertanen a PTO. Do I know it's going to be Edmonton? No, I at this stage of the game, I I don't know. And we had a little bit of a discussion point. If you are going to make a small addition, would it be at forward or at defense? And, you know, take a look at Ken Holland's track record. You can never have enough defense. That's one of his famous quotes. So I could theoretically see the Oilers adding another defenseman in the $750,000 range. Uh, There's not a lot of right shot options out there. We've talked a bit about Ben Harper. Some people said, what about Chris Russell? Um, Some people said, well, wait a sec, Bob, for a right shot option, there's Michael Stone. Ryan Murray is a guy who I would suggest you would make some sense in that regard as well. Uh, The Oilers may have to, and and again, we'll wait and see how how this all plays out. We've got fans concerned about Ryan McLeod. And his contract, I am not concerned about Ryan McLeod. Uh, he'll be at training camp. He'll probably be signed on a one year deal. Uh, and he was, I, I'm going to guarantee you that he was offered a two year deal. Uh, but, it, you know, he takes a one year deal and then hopes to drive it next year. I, uh, Brendan, this morning before I raced into the meetings, and man, oh man, uh, for everybody out there, just a reminder the kids are indeed back in school. That has slowed things down considerably uh, around the city. But, you know, we talked about it over the course of the last uh, week or two. And the, you know, what could the Edmonton, the show is called Oilers now? What could the Edmonton Oilers do with projected lines? And uh, I had somebody sort of whisper in my ear and say, "Well, Bob, what if they went with Ryan Nugent Hopkins at center?" So we talked a bit about the theory of having McDavid with Kane, Settle with Yamamoto, and RNH with Hyman, three separate tandems, and that would allow you to. Uh, uh, you know, to have a little bit more balance. And Jonathan Willis was on a couple days ago from the Athletic talking about how much better the Oilers' five v five play was under Jay Woodcroft as head coach. So, so I, I just threw it out there. McDavid with Kane and Poliari, and that would have the McDavid and Kane tandem together. Dry settle and Yamamoto as a tandem together with Ryan McLeod on left wing on that line. Uh, Nugent Hopkins and Hyman together. Don't forget they're the Oilers' first penalty killing unit with Warren Fogle on the left side, and that would leave Shore, Janmark, and Derek Ryan. Now, here's the wild card. What happens if Dylan Holloway makes the team? Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. It does not hurt Dylan Holloway that he is in Edmonton right now, and he is skating, and Leon Drysettle is in town with him. That will help Dylan's cause. Just like in 2019, in the fall of 2019, one of the first conversations I had with Dave Tippett as we got rolling into training camp uh, and it actually occurred, the Oilers do an event, the Barry Cates uh, uh, Golf Tournament, and Barry has subsequently passed away, that's Daryl's dad, uh, Daryl Cates' father, but we did the Barry Cates uh, Media Golf Kickoff uh, Tournament at the start of each fall, and I was with Dave Tippett, what a poor you-know-what he was for having a golf with me all day long, and he told me at that time that the player that impressed him the most, just going out and watching guys at the skate, was ethan bear and he got off on the right foot so you can make an impact in that there's only one chance to get a first impression so if you're dylan holloway who did get into uh game four of the western conference final against the colorado avalanche um it's funny brendan today i used i had a couple different pictures that i was going to use of nugent hopkins and one was a celebratory picture after he scored a goal and holloway was in the photo and I decided to use the other pitcher. But if I'm just going to throw this out there with Holloway, it does not hurt him that he's on the ice right now because that's one way for him to develop a little bit of connectivity potentially because I do think in a perfect world if the Oilers could go McDavid, Kane, and Paul dry settle Holloway, and Yamamoto, uh, RNH, Fogle, and Hyman, and then move McLeod to fourth-line center, with Ryan on the right side and Jan Markershaw on the left side. I think that might be in a more optimal situation. Now, this is, again, if you're looking to balance your lines. Crazy, stupid, what do you think? Text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780 Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to com. Do you load up the top six, or do you balance it out a little bit more?
2: I start by loading up the top six and seeing if you can't really get out in front of the season here. And to me, this is a really good example of where we're seeing the Oilers um, drafted like material, their own property pushing guys like, say, Warren Fogle, for example. I think he's uh, a guy that should really feel uh, Dylan Holloway nipping at his heels for playing time. So, to me, I'm expecting Warren Fogle's best training camp of his life, because he's got to be playing for a job right now. He's not the only one. There's a, an example, exactly. There's, you know what, Derek Ryan.
0: I mean, Derek Ryan's going to have to compete to stay in the net. Like, if you have a good enough team, uh, Devin Shore will be another one. Mark comes in on a one-year uh, one deal, 1.25. I've, it's going to be. It's look. They're deep at forward. We know that. Again, at this stage of the game, are you adding a forward or adding a defenseman at seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars? Don't forget they do have Cuckoo at nine hundred, but he left the organization last year to deal with a personal matter. Now it, he is expected back at the start. You can never have enough defensemen, and since you can never have enough defensemen. I'm leading to, if they are going to spend the $750,000, bucks. i am leaning to a D at this time. What about you?
2: Yeah, I think that in the long run, my preference would be to have a defenseman. So if you're trying to get that deal done and taken care of and you can do it now, I think you just get it sewn up. Maybe I'd like more forward depth leading up through the, the regular season, but when it comes playoff time and that dirty stretch between February and the playoffs, I need more D-men. And uh, this texter, Tony, has text us on the Ashley Fine
0: Flores text line. He says, hey, Bob, if we're talking about depth defense, what about Nathan Boyleu?" And I'm like, yeah, okay, I mean, Boyleu will take a fight. I mean, he fought Milan Lucic a couple years ago in the playoffs. Uh, I might be a little bit more partial to Murray. If it's me, Ryan Murray, just I, I look at the body of work with him in Columbus and in New Jersey, and he kept his head above water on bad teams, right? Like he was, I mean, this was a guy, one, I mean, the Edmonton Oilers, there, there were scouts in the Oilers organization. Here's where we do the caveat pushed by a general manager who was leaning to taking a defenseman at that time, Steve Tamalini, scouts whose contracts were up. Nonetheless, there were several scouts in the organization in 2012 that did want Ryan Murray over Neil Yakupov. The fans did not want Ryan Murray over Nail Yakupov. can tell you that. Nail Yakupov was a hot topic, um, and, and let's not have revisionist history going into that draft. There was one consensus, number one, forward. Nobody could decide who was the best defenseman in that 12 draft. Was it Murray? Was it Reinhardt? Was it Morgan Riley who was injured all that year? Hampus Lindholm? Matt Dumba? Nobody knew who the best defenseman was um, in that draft. So, uh, alt- again, I might be partial to Murray, but it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily right, and there's some really good uh, uh, really good options out there for you. Uh, Bob, we need another big defenseman. Well, they have big defensemen coming. Right, That's part of the equation for the Edmonton Oilers. All right, our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, to get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Uh, by the way, congratulations to uh, Steve Weiss from uh, legacy uh, heating and cooling. Uh, he and Trent Wilhawk won on our bid to golf, or not golf, uh, have dinner with Edmonton Oilers general manager, Ken Holland. The only problem for them is that I'm at that dinner, too. But uh, we'll be looking forward Just to... Make do-
2: sure they get a word in. Well, you know, <laughs> once in a while.
0: You you know what, Brendan? When you talk all day... for Do you know how little I actually say when I'm at home? I Honestly, I'm the same way, so I, I can see it. Like, I... That's... You know, I got a couple friends, and they are friends of mine. Uh, one of them I did not know before I started doing radio. His name is Doug... What- Doug W. Let's just go Doug W. I'm not going to totally say who it is. Some of you would remember him as Daily Doug, and many of you, do, and I did not know him until I started doing the radio show on the other station. And uh, he helped us during a salary children's uh, drive uh, to, to raise a bunch of money to ban him off the air for six months. And it was during that period that I got to know him pretty well because I thought, wow, well, you know, like. And never did they get more phone calls than when he came on and said, I'll tell you what, you cheap blanky blanks, if you don't want me on Stoffer's show, um, you know, call in now and help support the Stollery Children's Hospital. And suddenly the phone lines lit up, right? That's a great sport. He was a good dude about it, right? Well, he's a really smart guy. He really, like, there's a guy that if he wanted to do a sports talk show, he could do it in a sleep. And the other guy out there you know, and that's Jack uh, Cookson from pro Sports, who we've had on before. Those are the two guys I know that could slide in. And so sometimes when I maybe would go to an establishment, like a local downtown, where sometimes I meet the boys, um, I love it when guys like that are there, because I don't have to say anything. I just sit back. Hmm. Right? You know how it is. We all have, you know you have different roles in different situations at different times and places. So and I know there's a lot of other people listening to the show right now uh, that uh, in the right situation, right opportunity, could jump in and do what we do. All right, let's get to the Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Proud to offer on-site seams to services and embroidery. Get your workwear. Have it customized all in one trip. Uh, Reed Wilkins, had, a, is this from uh, Inside Sports last night? Oh, no, I pulled this actually from the Oilers' website. Oh, so. I did not know that. Well, okay, there well, there you go. Xavier Borgo had this to say, on being in town for the uh, informal skates.
1: Uh, feeling good, uh, as everyone like I have a, a short summer, but uh, a very good summer. Uh, spent uh, most of the time in the gym in Montreal. Uh, I, I did what I need to do uh, to, uh, to get ready here to, uh, to have a big camp.
0: Borgo added some additional thoughts on being on camp with other Reuters prospects.
1: Uh, it's pretty fun to, uh, to be here with the guys, practicing with them. Uh, uh, Leon is coming to uh, last last day, so it's pretty fun to see uh, him and the other guys uh, that I met at the last camp, at the development camp. Then, uh, like, uh, this year I come earlier, two weeks earlier before the camp, just to make sure uh, I'm uh, ready to uh, to it on the ice here and uh, have a, a, a good rookie camp.
0: Borgo, who right now I got penciled in, second line right wing in the minors for a year. Don't tell him that. He's going to try to make the Weathers. Uh, he had this to say and, and some additional thoughts and sharing the ice with Leon Dreisaitl.
1: Yeah, it's pretty impressive to, to see those guys. Uh, I mean, uh, him and the other guys, are everyone's good. I mean, uh, yeah, when you have the chance to practice with them, uh, talk with them and learn uh, the experience they had in the pro hockey, it's uh, always good uh, for a young player like me.
0: Uh, Phil, Fear of the Finn, has texted us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. He's upset uh, that uh, I've not included him in the mix as guys that could step in that were really smart to host the show.
2: I would include him in the mix of guys we could pay money for to have not text the show for a while. <laughs> Just kidding, Phil. <laughs> uh, I'd surprise
0: how many guys aren't fans of the Chisler out of Las Vegas, by the way. Uh, yeah, including the Fizzler. The Fizzler's actual name comes from the fact that he was not a fan of the, uh, of the Chisler. Uh, and, and the reason why he's nicknamed the Chiseler is it has something to do with his last name. But I, I actually do know this fellow from a, a long and sorted past many years ago, uh, which may have had to do with being in Palm Desert back in 1987. What a spectacular time to be alive ever see the movie uh, Less Than Zero or the book Less Than Zero written by Brett Easton Ellis, you know what I'm talking about. 1224 at Edmonton. Alright, so Xavier Borgo, uh, he opted out of the World Juniors and he had this uh, these thoughts as to why.
1: Uh, I think for me it was uh, the best decision. I think uh, with the Oilers uh, we find uh, that it was better for me to spend my summer in the gym. Uh, if, if I was going there uh, I was just having uh, two uh, two weeks of workout in the summer. But uh, for sure like uh, it's I had the experience in the in December, but uh, yeah, I think uh, for me it was uh, to be ready for my first pro year.
0: And speaking of pro year, Borgo uh, concluded with some thoughts on the differences between junior and pro hockey.
1: I think uh, in pro hockey everyone's like very good. It's uh, we play with men here. Uh, everyone's stronger, faster. I think the pace will be uh, quicker. Yeah, you need to think uh, quicker too. Uh, but I think I have a, a good summer and be ready for it.
0: All right. Uh, Coach Mike is Texas on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. He says, is there any chance Daily Doug breaks his promise and returns your airwaves Uh maybe it becomes monthly Doug again? So the deal was, uh, and this was during like, I don't know, 06, 07, uh, there was a fund drive for the stallery. And and Daily Doug said, I'll tell you what, if you guys raise 60000 bucks, I won't do Stauffer's show for the next six months. So we did it. Then, as I mentioned, uh, the night the Oilers won the lottery, uh, Daily Doug reached out and said, you guys will trade Taylor Hall within the next 15 months. I'm, I'm like, no way. And he goes, if you trade Hall in the next 18 months, I won't call in on your show again. For years. <laughs> oh, funny. Funny story. Well, uh, he hasn't called in for years. 12:26 26 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. Come back with NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. I got to get to some texts because you're having some fun today. Uh, Bob, FYI, the two boys on the two-man booth, Oilers podcast, could step in and be involved in Oilers now. Uh, Stony has texted the show to say, I will take this show to new levels uh, from Stoney. Well, Stoney, that pro- you know what? I- improved levels? Well, that probably wouldn't take much. Bob, uh, Larry, texts the show, is there any chance of having Garfield as a guest? That one comes to us from uh, uh, Larry. Uh, I don't know about Garfield. Uh, Epstein's mother has made the occasional appearance uh, on the uh, Ashley Fine Flores text line. Though, there is some belief that Epstein's mother is uh, somewhat along the lines of the Dread Pirate Roberts from The Princess Bride. If you actually did some historical digging on Total Sports or Oilers now. Your reputation precedes yourself.
2: Were you a big fan of Princess Bride? You know where I actually learned that is through this whole Silk Road story, the the dark web and, and that sort of thing, and the, and the leader of the dark web went by the uh, Dread Pirate Roberts come on. To, uh, to sort of implement that theory of, of thinking when people went to come after him. Is it this guy or is it somebody else that's now the new Dread Pirate Roberts? Uh, Oiterous GM says, Bob, the thing about Daily Doug was he was always right.
0: <laughs> And you always drink the Kool Aid, which made the conversation heated back in the day. He was often right. I will concede that. Uh, he was certainly right about Danny Machocha and uh, had some strong thoughts on Steve Tambellini back in the day. And he, by the way, he loved, he was a big fan of Kevin Lowe, Daily Doug. Thought uh, Kevin Lowe had a lot of class. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, Georges Larocque.